Want to listen to The Sound of Surrey live? Couldn't be easier. Download the Brooklyn's Radio app right now through Google Play or the App Store to listen to us anytime, any day, anywhere. Janet Shell's Classical Collection. The time has come. Here we are in the studio waiting to talk to Claire Garner. Welcome to Brooklyn's Radio. Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> more, than, more than my pleasure to have you. You've got a wonderful uh, sweatshirt on. It says, all I need is this violin and the other violin and those violins over there and all the violins in the other room. Yeah. And that's kind of uh, wonderful because that kind of works with what we're here to talk about, which is your orchestra. Yes. Yeah. I thought this sweatshirt is just me in words. <laughs> so I had to have it. <laughs> Brilliant. So so, uh, so it's great. We're going to talk a little bit more about that later. Mm-hmm. But I thought, first of all, um, I always ask my guests to bring three pieces of music, which you've dutifully done, and I we'll have. hear the first one very soon. Um, I want to know how you got into music. What? Because uh, we were talking earlier, and you told me you're a physicist. Now, I know that's not <laughs> a, a million miles away, because my husband is a no. physicist who became a singer, so it is entirely possible. But I'd yeah. love to hear something of your journey. Like, you know, when did you know you were musical? I mean, how did all that come? about <laughs> well looking back on videos and things from when I was a child you can see I was singing in tune right from a really early age so that was a giveaway well that's very funny you should mention that because my daughter and I were just talking about that oh, really this morning or last night saying you know it was such a relief when she actually sang in tune <laughs> <laughs> Carry on, sorry. And um, I had a few piano lessons. I I was given a keyboard for my fifth birthday, had a few piano lessons, but didn't really get on with a teacher so well. And then it was when I was eight, I got the opportunity to learn the violin. And I just had it in my head that I wanted to do it because someone, I think it was my grandma, but I can't be 100% sure, said it's the most beautiful instrument in the world. And Mm. me at sort of seven years old thought, right, that's it. I want to play it then. And the opportunity came up at school. And I remember excitedly running out of school with the permission slip to my mum saying, Mummy, Mummy, please, please, please. (laughs) And, you know, I thank my lucky stars every day that she was wonderful and said, yes, okay then, and got me violin lessons and that was it. Were they musical at all, your parents? Dad played, um, I think it was flute and then piano for a little bit, Mm -hmm. but didn't really do an awful lot with it. Mum's never learned to play anything. There's musicians and both sides of the family kind of further back, but neither mum nor dad directly, really. Yeah, that's just the same as me. I've got discovered I've got huge ancestry with loads of musicians in them, you know. So, uh, which none of my parents didn't know, sadly, before they died. So, you know, they oh, never knew about that. Such a shame. But, uh, but they, they directly weren't, you know, a little yeah. bit musical, but it sounds similar. So, Cara, I'm interrupting yeah. you because, you know. <laughs> Chat, chat, chat. Sorry, no, that's all right. That's all right. Um, so, yeah, you know, I learned the violin um, all the way through to grade eight. And then basically after that, so mum and dad had a sort of system whereby when you got grade eight on one instrument, you got another to start. Oh. And so when I got grade eight violin, that's when I got my clarinet. And uh, I didn't really do an awful lot with that until fairly recently. But yeah, I just, I'm a bit of a hoarder and a collector, really. I have something like 38 musical instruments at home. And I just keep collecting them and trying new ones. And I love to try all different things and all different styles as well. My most recent acquisition was a drum kit, which I got for my birthday. (laughs) 
flipping hope you've got a big house because you're going to need it. <laughs> we have a one-bedroom flat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. If any neighbours are listening today, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yes, so am I, by the way. <laughs> what about singing? I mean, Liz doesn't take up any space. Do you, I bet you sing as well, do you? I do a little bit. So again, I've taken that up more recently. I had a few singing lessons when I was a teenager because it got to the point when I realised I was never going to get my grade 8 piano before I went to university. And my piano teacher also taught singing. So I said, can I have a few lessons? Had one. He said, right, do grade five. So I did about six weeks later, (laughs) which was scary. Um, But then again, not really done anything with it until recently when we put on our Chertsey Panto and I was dropped into a fairly major role with a vocal solo and panicked about not having any projection and went back for some singing lessons. And I'm hoping to do more with that this year. But I've also just started singing with the brand new Chertsey Choir that my friend Kate has just started as well. Oh, blimey, that's a whole other programme. I know, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Chertsey's obviously the place to be. We think so. You know, there's a really healthy music scene around Chertsey and it's why I absolutely love being there. And it's why um, Kate, my friend, and my partner Martin and I have just set up Chertsey Music Community, which is a sort of central platform to promote all the events going on in Chertsey and bring all the musicians together. Is that a platform that's online? Or what happens? Does it it meet up in some sort of centre? Have you got a centre where you can meet? We haven't yet. I mean, it's not a sort of physical thing at the moment. It's just kind of an umbrella, you know, for for free publicity for people, basically. So we've got a Facebook page and we have a Twitter account. Uh Um, But yeah, it's mainly as a sort of central information system. You know, for anybody who's moving to the area, for example, and wants to get involved in music, everything that's on you know we're trying to promote brilliant so, yeah that's really good because i mean you you moved to the area presumably you've had to find your way through that community as well how long have you absolutely. been absolutely i've lived in chertsey apart from a sort of 18 month break when i was in camberley i've been here about 10 years now oh so long enough to kind of get your feet under the table yes but it's actually interestingly enough only been the last couple of years or so that Mm. I have been and that was a again a really funny coincidence my brass teacher from Camberley moved away to the south coast so by that point I moved back to Chertsey looked for another one and he told me another of his students was involved in this grade-a-thon and would I like to be involved (laughs) and I thought yes absolutely that sounds like fun and through that um I have met the most wonderful group of people and right. we have this wonderful music scene going on. Fantastic. Well, look, yeah. let's, uh, let's get into your first piece. Yeah. So tell us what it is and why you've chosen it. So the first one is the Mozart Overture to the Marriage of Figaro. And this is one that I've played in an orchestra in, in my youth. But also this one's quite special because, would you believe... I didn't actually go and see an opera until 2014. No, I can believe that. (laughs) With, you know, 20 odd years of classical music training, I'd never actually managed to go and see an opera. It was on my bucket list and it's part of a project I did that year to tick off things on my bucket list. And I went and saw it. It was the English National Opera and uh, went with my mum and dad and it was the most wonderful evening and I loved it. And I really need to go back and see more opera. So that's why I've chosen this one. Great. Well, who have we got doing it? Uh, that's a very good question. Shall I, shall I tell you? Because yes, I have it in front of me. Okay, sorry, but we'll cut sorry. that bit out in the other bit. Okay, so we have the London Philharmonic Orchestra, yes. who I was mentioning earlier, and Sir George Shorty. This is the overture to the Marriage of Figaro.
lovely overture to the marriage of Figaro, wonderful opera if you've never seen. And actually, Claire was telling me that uh, this was an opera, your first opera that you've seen only yes. a couple of years ago. Only a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Marvellous. Now, tell me, tell me something about um, your own performing then. So we've, we've heard that you now, you know, are like a lady who plays about 55 instruments <laughs> or certainly is interested in them. Yes. But um, what about your own performing? Have you played in orchestras or have you done lots of solo stuff? Tell, tell me a bit about that. I have. I've done more orchestral stuff than solo stuff, really. Yeah. I've been in orchestras all my life. I started with the Redditch Youth Orchestra at nine years old, um, then progressed. I played in Stratford Music Centre Orchestra. I was then in the Midland Youth Orchestra, Central England Ensemble. Um, yeah, it's gone all the way through. I even did, uh, I've done guest spots with Richmond Orchestra. I've done uh, a season with Hazelmere Symphony Orchestra as well. And I just, I love it. I absolutely love it. There have been some wonderful highlights. Um, playing in Symphony Hall in Birmingham oh, yes. as a teenager was a definite highlight. Um, I always loved that. We, we tended to do that um, for the summer concert with the Midland Youth Orchestra. I think it was either every couple of years or sometimes every year. But I just loved playing in these wonderful venues. But actually... Um, it wasn't with the orchestra. I played a double string quartet in Symphony Hall as well as part of the um, the Birmingham Arts Festival. Yes. And it was promoting the Midland Youth Orchestra. I did quite a bit of that. There were eight of us, obviously, you know, went around various places and played to promote it. And that was just a wonderful experience. I mean, it's one thing going out there when there's about 75 chairs. There's quite another going out there when there's eight. <laughs> yes. It's, yeah, it's quite daunting in a way, but a lot of fun at the same time. It was wonderful. I really enjoyed that. I did um, a Marla 8, actually. Was it a Marla 8? Yeah, Marla 8 in Symphony Hall oh, with all the youth yeah. orchestra and the, Les- and, the, and the Leicestershire Youth Orchestra. Oh, Was it wow. Leicestershire? But all Birmingham. All the Birmingham youth you know, mm-hmm. people playing and singing. I mean, Fantastic. it was like, I mean, it's known as a symphony of a thousand. There must have been at least a thousand <laughs> people in it, you know. Oh, how wonderful. So I know what that's like, you yes. know. To, and that's a lovely acoustic in that hall, actually. It is. It's beautiful. It's, yeah, definitely my favourite place that I've ever played. I love it. <laughs> now, so here you are. You are, um, you're, you're an instrumentalist. You're going, going around doing your concerts and everything. But somewhere inside is a little nugget that says you want to do something more. Yes. <laughs> so, so I've been teaching now for about 15 years, you know, one-to-one private tuition. And from my experience of playing with orchestras, from being taught, from teaching generally, I discovered that you learn to play as a soloist and there's very little out there in the way of sort of true ensemble teaching. And you tend to just kind of find yourself dropped in a school orchestra or a youth orchestra and you don't really know the etiquette and playing along with people is a slightly different skill from playing by yourself or having an accompanist play with you because they are following you. And so, you know, I'm quite passionate about teaching that and I incorporate that into my private lessons whenever I can. I do a lot of ensemble stuff if I, if I possibly can. I had a group of three girls who learned Packlebar Can and I actually took them to a recording studio to record love it, you know. Great idea, yeah. yeah. I love doing the, all the kind of outside-the-box things yeah. with the teaching, you know. It's really fun. But deep down, I've always wanted to actually run an orchestra and teach people that sort of stuff properly. And I've kind of got into it gradually. A couple of years ago, I had a few people in my living room playing some Christmas songs that I'd arranged for everybody's abilities and then just before Christmas this year I had the same thing again but in the church hall and with about 17 people and it was wonderful and marvellous and I loved it. So it gives you that taste for it doesn't it? You think completely. I've started doing this could I expand this could I just make it you know what if there's a what if isn't there? Absolutely and then of course
course, having hired the church hall and having the contact, I had a, a gentle nudge from my wonderful other half saying, you should do this regularly. You know you want to. I know you've wanted to for years. Just do it. And so I thought, OK, fine, I'm going to bite the bullet and I'm going to launch my own orchestra. <laughs> and it's, Are you doing it totally by yourself? I mean, uh, yes, pretty much. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm conducting it. I'm sourcing the music. Oh, so I was going to ask who's conducting it. So you're, you're a conductor I'm as con- well? <laughs> <laughs> Not officially. I wouldn't <laughs> pretend to be an official conductor, but I can read a score well enough and I can, you know, conduct well enough to, to take a group of relative beginners through. I think, you know, as I was saying to you a couple of minutes ago i'd love to have enough people to separate it out into a sort of beginner orchestra and then a more advanced orchestra and if that if it comes to that point you know i'd love to hire a proper conductor to take the advanced group <laughs> well maybe the uh, proper conductor you put it in inverted commas <laughs> could actually um play this next piece that you've chosen then. i would love that i would really love that uh, this is my grandpa's favorite oh, yes. and one of my favorites that i've played as well Great. Well, it's the um, Nimrod, of course, from the Algar Enigma Variations. And uh, I don't think we have the conductor on here, but we definitely... Oh, is it condu- Algar conducting? Is it his con- him conducting? Honestly, I don't actually know. No, that's fine. We sometimes be. have this. We have uh, anonymous conductors. <laughs> yes. But anyway, it is the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra with this wonderful piece of music. Wonderful bit of Elgar Nimrod from the Enigma Variations. We were both swooning away here. Oh, completely. It's beautiful. <laughs> it really is. Okay, well, if we can carry on talking now, mm. we pick ourselves up off the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Stop crying. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, so let's talk more about this orchestra, because that's yes. why you're here today. It's yeah. really to, I'd, I mean, I could talk to you about all sorts of other things. You want to come on again. <laughs> we could be here for hours. We really, could, actually. We? <laughs> we do a two-hour show, I think. But uh, who are you recruiting? What skills do they need to have? How, how is this orchestra working and promoting it and blah, blah, blah? Sure. So... Uh, at the moment, um, it's I, I'm promoting it as all ages, all abilities, and this is you know adults and children together because I think that's a really wonderful mix, and each can learn from the other. And I didn't want it to be exclusively one or the other. I find the mix works really well. So at the moment, we had well we had in the first rehearsal four violins, a cello, a flute, a clarinet, an oboe, and a piano, which was actually a lovely combination. Yeah. <laughs> but obviously we need more of everything. I would love some brass. I'd love some percussion. You know, just loads and loads more strings, winds. We need everything at the moment, really. So. And on what ages do you need these people to be? Any. Any at all. I really Real don't mind. Real community Completely. Orchestra. Absolutely. Um, I think, you know, you're never too young, you're never too old. Um, 
any any age and any ability. I've got some really great arrangements of, of some wonderful pieces that are you don't have to be a, an expert, so you don't have to be sort of grade five plus or anything. I'm hoping to branch out and do more of that kind of you know the the, the true classical works later if I can get a higher standard orchestra together. But at the moment, it's sort of aimed at grades one to five ish. Um, but you know, everybody, anybody, and everybody is welcome. I'd love as many people as possible. Yes, and um, where do you rehearse then? So we're rehearsing in St Peter's Church uh, in Chertsey on uh, Windsor Street. Right. And it's every Tuesday, 6.30 till 8pm. Okay, so it's not, it's not a huge amount of time either. It's like no. a, an hour and a half, so that 90 minutes to really get your teeth into something. Exactly, you know, it's not so long that, you know, you're starting to get exhausted. And obviously, you know, if you want children to be there, you don't want it to be too late exactly. at night. Yeah. But equally, if you want adults there, you can't have it starting at 5pm because they're still working. So finding that compromise of a time that suits most people. That, I, think that's, I think that's the hardest thing, actually. Because <laughs> yes. I run a choir, you know, and people, some people work in London. Yeah. So, you know, we don't, there's an adult class so we don't start mm-hmm. too late but um you know when we were looking to move the time that actually started to prove to be a bit tricky yeah it is really tricky and i've had people interested in coming to the orchestra but saying i'm really sorry i work in london i can't possibly get there no, for 6 30 and no. i understand that having worked in london for, for myself so it's a yes, shame because actually despite everything that you've heard here uh this is not claire's full-time job is it <laughs> no it's not <laughs> no i work in it but i'm very fortunate i don't work in the city all day every day I work most of the time from home. That's Thank it. goodness, I need to. <laughs> so, so if your IT bosses are listening, when you think that she's at home doing all this, she's actually just <laughs> knocking off another little arrangement for her orchestra. <laughs> Not at all. No. <laughs> Great. So, have you had? What, have you had a good? You've had a reasonable response so far. Do you yes. know that you're yeah. getting more people coming in? I mean, are, are, are people spreading the word? I mean, this is what we need them to do, isn't I'm, it? Absolutely. I'm definitely hoping so. I've sent word uh, to another violin teacher that I know I've sent word out to my brass teacher there have been you know I, I've sent word to, to various people and I'm trying to obviously you know hopefully <laughs> some yes. listeners here might be interested um, but yeah I'm, I'm hoping to spread the word and get more people I don't know for sure that I have more coming I, I sure, would love no, to of course. So, yeah. Yeah. and uh, how do people get hold of you so you can get hold of me via the Chertsey Music Community page on either you know Facebook or Twitter. We also have an email address, which is chertseymusiccommunity at outlook.com. Nice and simple to yes, remember. Um, also, you can find me directly through Fine Tuning Music Tuition, which is my private teaching business. And Say that again. Fine Tuning Music Tuition. Right, okay. <laughs> That's not one I'd heard of before, right? No, that, that's, my, that's my private music tuition business. Lovely. And there's a page on there about the orchestra and all the contact details and everything are on there. So Great. you can look at that and find me through there. Well, Claire, I'm sorry we're sort of running out of time. Let's have your final piece. Right. Okay. So this is um, the third movement from Tchaikovsky's Fifth Symphony, which has a very special place in my heart. There are so many wonderful symphonies out there, as we've heard tonight. Yes. But this one is the first one I ever played. And so uh-huh. I will always love it. I, I, it's one of the first ones I ever really properly, you know, the first long symphony I listened to, that and Brahms. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, which I played earlier. Okay, well, we had Tchaikovsky before. This is his fifth symphony. Uh, Valery Gergeyev and the Mrzinski Theatre Orchestra are going to play that for us right now.
gorgeous bit of Tchaikovsky there. So it's been really fabulous to talk to you, Claire. It's been lovely to talk to you too. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm sure we can, we can come on again and we'll talk about lots of things. Absolutely. I'd love to. And especially, you know, when you do finally do a concert or something or some event. Yes, definitely. I will be, I'll let you know. You'll be the first to know. That's great. Please let us know for the What's On section. Will do. Very nice to speak to you. You too. Thanks. Brooklyn's Radio, loving classical music.